0: Hey, it's Paul, this is Sergeant Joe Burgoon, part two, Electric Boogaloo, talking about possible serial killers that had come through, people that are already locked up, and one of the most famous double murders that happened, right by Francis Park in St. Louis Hills. Here we go.
1: Cook Talks podcast. He does other things too.
0: Thanks so much for your time, Joe. Tell us a little bit about when you were on Team Adam and what that was all about.
1: Well, you just uh, it, it, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children have uh, an organization. Uh, John Walsh was the big one behind that. They had get uh, a retired law enforcement involved. And they had so they had federal, state and local with different expertise, mm-hmm. and they bring in the, what it is, and <clears throat> they get a serious missing child uh, No contact because they had, they had they have a, a people Team Adam people from different parts of the country so they can get there fast. You know? Oh wow, and I, and I was there I guess I was one of the those lucky guys that got on Team Adam.: That's pretty know. cool. And uh, they call you up in the middle of the night. Can can you go here? Can you go there? You know, a lot of times they come home. They might have a fight and they run away, then they come back. Yeah. It's a serious missing case, though. Wow, this sounds like a TV show, Joe. Yeah. Man,
0: middle of the night.
1: that worked that good, you know, and uh, we assist the the police departments and the sheriff's departments. A lot of them never heard of it, Mm. Team Adam. But then when you guys get down there and they're all... They're all pretty easygoing, low-key guys. You know, you're not there to tell them what to do. It's their jurisdiction. That seems to be a big thing with you.
0: It, it, you know, your humility, yeah. which probably really was very useful, and not yeah. turning people off. You know, no,
1: you're there to help them. The last one we did, uh, I was involved with was uh, Ben Ombi. Ben Umby, Oh, oh boy, yes, out in Union, Missouri. We got called out there. That's when they I put two and two together with Sean Hornbeck. Yes, you know, and uh, the fellow. Uh, uh, another Team Adam member, he was uh, Lee Manning. He's a retired uh, Massachusetts State Police Lieutenant, but he was in charge of their search and rescue for oh. the whole state police.
0: At the time, huh?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, so you, you need a guy like that. What a that case. When you when you want to, you know, and when we'd you'd get there. There were several guys that were, were on that were search and rescue people, so when, uh, a couple times I, I'd, I'd uh, call them up and uh, Say hey, we got a missing child. But I'm here. Here, I said, here's the chief or here's the sheriff, hmm. and they he, they just handed my phone <laughs> and he start he talked talk to him. They talk an hour. He tell him what what steps you need to do. Wow, you know relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Everybody being of service and those relationships yeah. are really useful yeah. to a guy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, And I could call him now. You know, if I had something, and, yeah, and, and ask him. You know, and uh, you know, it was good. The gentleman who was in charge of a national center, he said, uh, after Katrina, we're not leaving until we account for each child. Oh, wow. And all these retired guys. All these retired all guys the retired down retired there in guys, New Orleans. And that they they located them all. Oh, they, my some gosh. Of them were, some of them they had to take because they had nowhere to go. They were putting them on airplanes and just flew them. <laughs> Fle- flew them to Utah and so yeah, they had to know where to go. Before you know. they even knew who they were or, you know... They didn't know where they were you going. You had to track them down we that way. Mani- and they didn't have manifests. You didn't oh, know how to wow. find people, you know, but they had to get them out of there. During a crisis,
0: things <laughs> happen like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, Hornbeck, uh, Ombi, those kids were found alive, as we know. Yeah. I mean, how often does that
1: happen? You never know. You yeah. Never know and, you and, hope uh, for it, but not as have, many times. Normally... Normally, the statistic-wise, from what the when we on our training and that we'd go to no, normally, you got about they they from their experience and everything. it's about three hours,
0: three hours
1: uh, before, and they'll be killed within every, three hours or more. And wow! So you really the times against you, you know, and that you know. Yeah, I, I went to go to Indiana on 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 one little boy. You know, he drowned. Mm. You know, and then we were there with the family, and they they're They don't have any money or anything. So Get on the phone, tell them. Can we buy some groceries? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. Go. That's you know. People donate to that, but that's what it's for. Yeah. They help them out. You know. it's, It's. you know, they, they gotta, right,
0: they don't go away once you find the, the yeah, little boy. Yeah. It, it, it almost starts then the yeah. service and, yeah. and you yeah. guys helping out. Yeah,
1: you know, then the communities and things like that. But you know, and the, but just to get them back on their feet, you mm-hmm. know, just to get them some comfort level. That can go a long way. Yeah, this grieving yeah. has got to be just oh. devastating. Oh. You're sad.
0: You're sad. Do you find they have to go through that process of grieving? Like we always hear about denial, anger, you know, before you can accept it as a family. I guess
1: they do because they, you know, um, a lot of them, you know, they're just in shock. Yeah. You know, luckily there'll be a family member that you can touch with. What do they need? Yeah. What can we get for you? You know,
0: That's really good. Do do you find they, uh, they are different? You know, you're interviewing more, you know, within the first 24 hours or whatever. Then as time goes, years and
1: years, the way they communicate or the way they share does that change? Not really. Uh, we had a couple. I was over on the on the Illinois side on a, a pregnant girl and her and her baby, baby, and they're both missing. You know, but it, and they finally finally. We were over there. The state police they had the helicopters and everything else, and and never could find them. And then they start doing some um, upgrading. You know, they were they were pe- clearing out whatever it was over in, in Cottage Hills. And they dug out they dug out they found the bodies. Oh. Uh, wow. So but we used to part of our deals, they have they have another part of Team Adam or, or the national centers called Team Hope. Hmm. And that's 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 uh they called them up and don't give up hope. Don't hope. give up hope and then, well, I, that was part of our deal too.
0: Yeah, didn't they call her Hope at times? Uh so. it was little Jean Doe for a while and then yeah, Hope had it, been used around her yeah, a lot. Yeah as I a name. Christina and,
1: and, 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 you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh you know and then we hear so much about child trafficking today it, do you think that was a possibility of a you know, yeah, kind of that it, situation no longer useful do you, you know you don't know you know they they mm-hmm. didn't
1: the doctors never said anything about if if if, if, a if sexual sexual assault or not but yeah. they found something on right on the pubic area on yeah. the bone there you know around there but uh we couldn't, in yeah, those days, you didn't have a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it was around, you just never heard about.
0: It. What about now? Uh, we hear there's a pipeline through St. Louis sometimes or yeah. that happens. What do you know about that?
1: I don't know too much. We have a, a, a group in the county, there's a group called Special Investigations, mm-hmm. and they go after these pedophiles and things like that, and they organized uh, these pimps and all that to get mm. these little girls and that, you know. Get them to roll over so, on, you know, give more information. Try to, but they, they get, and the, and the federal government's big in this, child exploitation. So, I mean, if they get you, you're going to go, you're going bye-bye. Yeah. You're not, you're Don't do gonna, it. You're not going to get out. You know, <laughs> you.
0: You're going bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Well. I, real quick before we move on, I really wanted us to talk about this other case, but what do you think someone needs to look for or think about? I mean, gosh, I I can't, I think it's a horrible question to ask you, but concerning this this child that was decapitated, what somebody who's upset right now listening or has
1: something to do, what what can they think of? What can they do to help out, find this thing? Well, you know, we have a lot of people, uh, they might have some health issues or things like that, they have a lot of time on their hands, mm-hmm. and they're on those computers all night long, looking for missing persons and things like that. You True, know? and and they, you never know. I we've got calls on, I've got calls on this case, and yeah. you know, think it's heard. And I mean, they're really sincere, you know. I bet. Sincere in what they are, but yeah, if you check it out, then we can check this and check that. That's you know. not a bad thing. That no, doesn't it's not. Uh, impede you. Yeah, we had, one time we had a, I had to go to a meeting with. Uh, it was a group of psychics. Yeah. Uh, out in out in uh, over in Webster Groves. You know, when in, you know, they sat at the big table here and they're doing their thing and i was sitting in a the corner there with my notebook. Yeah. But they had some they had some silly ideas, but <laughs> they gave the time. They you know, and uh they put the time in. They put that's time what you need and they're sincere. And uh, and if if they can put the time in, we can put the time in.
0: Ooh, that's you know, great. Yeah.
1: That's great, Joe. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned
0: to me, I called you. You're so generous. And I called you to talk about this, you know, this little Jane Doe. And you said, well, hey, you know, there's this other case that uh, near you that uh, people are talking about, you know, this uh, Ellen Dueling. And I thought, I had heard about that a little bit. And I thought, I got to go check out what Sarge was talking about. And this thing happened two doors down from where I had lived for the last 15 years. I could not believe it. And this is a, a well-known case as well with Ellen Duelling, And I had known her mother, her sweet mother who had passed away a few years ago and Gary Consolino, they had been dating. This was their second date. Yes, it was. And they were sitting there, you know, half a block or less from Francis Park to put it there. And that poor dad, John came out and saw that. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that one.
1: Well, uh, Mr. Dooling came out, and uh, I guess he figured they were out in the car quite a while. He was going to see if, if they are okay, and he mm-hmm. came out, and he found, found both of them. They were shot, mm. you know. Just and, two shots. Yeah. Actually, uh, just the two were shot, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but they had just left Gary, They had left Gary's house, mm. and, 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 uh, and he lived over on, off of Columbia Avenue, hmm. you know, right off of Hampton there. Sure, so I just drove, The they drove by and you know took her took her home. You know. Uh, yeah.
0: What time of night did you this say was, about it?
1: this? Was late. It was late. It was yeah. after midnight. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. But Eighteen and twenty years young, old. Young young people. Young people.
0: Just crazy. Yeah. And then I know you guys how hard you worked on this. Uh, Detective Pappas working on he it. He worked on it later. Okay. My question is: This guy who kind of it, it seemed maybe. Uh, had bragged about it in '89. This he, happened in 1980.
1: He was a. Uh, this is a guy's a person of interest. Okay. okay. I mean, uh, it,
0: Continues to be a person right. of interest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what it is. But mm-hmm. uh, started out. After all, we, we were chasing leads down. We didn't know if there's any. It was, could have been a robbery attempt or whatever it was. We mm-hmm. just it, just didn't know. And we're a lot looking, in the media too at that point. Look, yeah, and we're you know we're looking looking in the neighborhood, any incidents around the neighborhood. You know, in in a, South St. Louis, anything mm-hmm. similar, anything like that. They didn't come up with. come up with a few uh, carjacks. In those days, it wasn't big either. And ro- take to rob somebody and take their car, and that and that was went over by the art museum one time hmm. but nothing around there so there was a fellow i knew he used to work for the globe democrat and he was talking about a, his uh cousin his cousin's in prison for a contract murder hmm. he killed a, he killed a, a guy who was a pretty bad uh he was a person he was a person of interest but his apparently his wife hired his cousin and uh he had some information about, but he really didn't want to talk about it. You know, Hmm. he, he, he's in there for, for, uh, he was in there for this contract murder. When he's going to be a life deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, and then he, um, he was, he was known to the narcotics detectives, you know, he would sell stuff, but he was, and they said, he's, if he tells you something, he's, he's straight up guy, you know, he wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, he talked about He was in prison and he met this, he met this guy, These two guys. And one guy was, just, yeah, w- what are you in here for? And again, this guy says, well, I'm in here for a contract murder. What about you? And he says, these guys were down around St. Louis U. They were in there and she was, her parents were going to the lake for uh, a weekend. Mm. And, uh, she decided where well, they were going. She was going to have a party at the house and she met, invited these guys. Wow. So the two guys came there and, uh, they were the first ones there. And they uh, they killed her, strangled her, mm. and they took her out and they buried her out in Jefferson County and they took her car. She had a, either a Firebird or a Camaro and they took off. Mm. And they got caught down south. Hmm. The FBI got them. And that's what they were in prison for. So the guy says, uh, he, 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 tell, he said, well, what are you in here for? And he tells them about what he did, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said, but I did two more. Ooh. And then he said he was, then he mentioned about Francis Park and that. You know. Oh, my. So, and so then uh, later on, uh, he knew about the, you know, he knew about this stuff, but he said, he won't talk to you. Wow. My cousin won't talk to you. Well, then later on, he decided, you know, he, he said, I, these new guys are new inmates. It's a different type. I got to get out of here. I can't, <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> you know, if, he did get paroled. Did he really? Yeah. Uh, we knew who the guy's name was that, that uh, to claim he did this. Yeah, I've been you know? hanging around there, and so then uh, eventually uh, the guy was in—he was over in Marion in the federal penitentiary over there. So, in Marion, sure. And uh, his mother lived down in South St. Louis, and his mother heard about it, and she, and, uh, she got hold of him, and she says, "You know, I, uh, I, felt bad." He says uh, both the, those both those families lost their a child, and, you know, my son, he said, he's, he, he's like, he's dead, he's in prison, I said, uh, so they went over and tried to talk to him. hmm His mother tried to tell him, tell the truth, and he says, I'll tell you what happened if you don't give me that death penalty. Ah. Uh. And so, Chris was back, and we talked to the prosecutors, and they said, no deal. We no deal. No deal. And he, so he went back again, and they tried to talk to him, and he says, well, he Chris tells me, he told the guy, he says, well, you're the detective, you prove it. Mm. Uh, you know? And we had talked, to, and at that time, uh, we had talked to the, the families. Yeah. So they knew. They
0: knew that uh, about him. and Yeah, their... they knew about it, you know. Yeah. And
1: it's, you know, and it's like you say, you hit the wall. Yeah. Uh, I know Mr. and Mrs. Doolinger, both, they're, they're deceased, but uh, they're both gone. Mm-hmm. But they were very, in the family, uh, my brother always talked highly of them, but they were... Dad, or your brother, was a priest, fa- yeah. very famous, uh, uh, and, beloved, and uh, but but very humble people, very religious people.
0: Yeah, they really had. Tr- you could tell. Tried to. You never get over it or anything no, like that. But no. there had been some Nobody forgiveness.
1: Would. Nobody does. No. Uh, something Something that way, uh, loss a young life like that. They got their whole lives ahead of them.
0: Yeah, you know. I saw on her Facebook page someone had said, "I'm thinking of you today," and I think it was uh, Ellen's birthday. You know, oh. it would have been birthday, and the mom mm-hmm. said. Thank you. You can't help but wonder what could have been for her. Yeah, you know. Oh, absolutely. And that's just and all like these, raw. All, all of them. All, all of these, them. All of them like that. I got a, ge- a general question for you. You know, we watch these crime shows and you know the real life ones. Uh, uh, the first forty-eight, all of those shows, and it's always generally seen to look at the spouse when you have a murder in the house or. You know that type of thing, uh, or or a loved one, right? It, it's Sometimes, rarely, yeah. and I know you don't make take a position, but are there many randoms out there, oh, just yeah. kind of crazies that do it? I almost feel like that's not considered enough when you see a a husband or a wife railroaded into that they did it, and then you find out they had nothing to do with it, well, but the, the facts don't add up.
1: Well, statistically, you know, it's like when we when when the the missing children, mm-hmm. when you got a missing child, that's the fbi everybody says you start you got to start close close and uh, you, you know you feel bad for them and a lot of these people are innocent you know they're I mean, grieving you, you got it and and they're you know they they're so upset and everything you know but you, uh, they, they really go after them hard statistically you know? they got yeah, mr owenbees and all those yes that, you know and uh even, oh yeah even the guy that the um uh, but then when it when it's all turns around and you find out you know that's a different story than, yeah right <laughs> you know, yeah if it is he left you gotta, alone? but they you know we're doing our we were doing our job you know the odds are that's your best bet early on yeah yeah we had a, a case uh when I, I was up in Michigan and there's supposed a little boy ran away five years old <laughs> you know and he he was adopted and they had uh, they adopted some other children too, and she had a baby. But they were, they were kind of heavy set people. And he was—he worked for the army, so supposedly well, they got up and he's gone. They can't find he him. He ran
0: away. They thought
1: we—we yeah. we were told. So I get so I get called. It's outside of Detroit, Ingham mm-hmm. County. So we get up there, and it's, it's around the Fourth of July, and it's really hot. And there's people up here in Michigan. Yeah, they're dropping like flies. They got searches going. Yeah, you know, it's a really small community, but they're searching here and searching there and everything else. And the yeah. state police are there and everything. And the uh, the detectives were working it, you know, and on on their end of it. but we don't know. We're we're in the field, so we don't know what's going on. You right, know, stuff like that. But eventually, uh, he took a polygraph test. You know, they, they get them, most parents they they have to take the polygraph test. Sure. Know? And so, but they never. And they insisted they didn't have nothing to do with it, even though they talked to the neighbors, the neighbors said they found a little boy one time they, the lady had gone to the store grocery shopping, she came back and found him in her car and he's she, he's just eating eating so and then, hungry and she brought she she brought the the child to school one time, and the school was closed then you know it was for the summer he she had a leash on him when his around his the neck parent did yeah step the oh adopted gosh. parent, you know. So what had happened? What it happened was, uh, we we usually stayed five days, and you know, the team, and then we had stayed extra. And we we had a lot of resources. We had uh, we used to go get, you see, the milk, remember the milk cartons with the kids on it. Uh huh. We'd have these posters printed up, and the center would pay for that. We'd get you know and they'd just circulate them. You know, awesome, all over the place, and that like that mm-hmm. postal service helped us. Anyway, so we we leave, and uh, later on. The guy, they, he and his wife get, they get in a fight or something like that. Mm. And she throws a, she throws a radio, electric, in the, in the shower, <laughs> and he pulls it out. Well, and he, he tells her what happened. Wow! He calls the police, the sheriff's department there, and he tells her she killed that boy blah blah oh, blah. Oh my gosh! Home and he, and he took the child and put him in a bag, a plastic bag, and they drove about five miles away and oh, dumped no. him on a road. And they went down and they, he was like jelly when they found him it's oh. been several months in this in hot summer bag. and everything like yeah. that yeah well they both got convicted on it good and but they he covered it up yeah yeah well he covered up for her yeah you know and uh but I they went know.
0: away both of them yeah
1: for yeah. a good time yeah yeah. Mm. yeah and the kids they they have a pretty generous thing on foster parents up there they we're getting like two or three kids they're getting like four thousand oh. dollars a month wow you man know? Yeah, that but kind of paves the way. Of, There's a lot, lot of great of, foster parents, but yeah, of, yes, a lot of people got in trouble from the family courts and all that. Letting stuff. that like, happen, that was, oh yeah, that it slipped through the cracks or whatever happened. They didn't, they weren't aware of a lot of this stuff. But, but that's why you even like, the McCain family. You know, they what they got McCain family. Mm-hmm. They go through. They got, they start with them, England and in Portugal. Yeah, uh, Matty McCain. They con, if they're convinced that they're in, you know, they have nothing to do with this, and then you then you know which way to go.
0: Yeah, then you can kind of get out yeah. from outside of that. Yeah. yeah, Sarge, I could talk to you all day about this stuff. I want to put some light on these things. We've run out of time for today, but I really am so grateful for your time. You didn't have to give it to me, and uh, I thank you so much. Hopefully, we're gonna send out, uh, you know, uh, a beacon on this and get somebody to, that knows something somebody. about one of these cases.
1: Yeah, have him. Uh, you know, you get the. the City Homicide, you know, the number is 314-444-5371. And they'll hook Great. them up with the detectives that are in a cold case. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a couple of sergeants down there, Brian McGlynn and Scott Ecker. Okay. You know, and, and they're, they're, that's who I deal with. You know, I and I'll deal with them. I, they're your bosses, you know, kind of. <laughs> I share I share stuff with them when I get it. You know, they're the I'm, active guys, huh? Yeah, they're, they're, and if I need something... I, ask, I call and ask the big boys, done. <laughs> mm. Well, you're a treasure, man. Yeah. They better include you. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you very much, Paul. You got
0: it. And I wanted to let you know the podcast is brought to you in part by Billy Goat Bicycle Company.